You're listening to the Really Useful Podcast. This is the tech podcast for technophobes from makeusof.com. My name is Christian Corley and with me this week is Ben Stegner. And we are here to talk about the big event for pretty much everyone in many ways this November and every November. Black Friday, traditionally followed by Cyber Monday, but people tend to forget so much about that now. It's Black Friday. It's a US tradition, as uh, any of you American listeners will know, that is kind of spread across uh, North America and into Europe. I mean, it could be international by the end of next year, I would imagine. It's really pushing the few boundaries there. And it's all about finding deals and sales being made and it, across all sorts of uh, different marketplaces, whether it's digital, fashion, I was going to say shoes then, but I think they probably come under fashion, uh, DIY, uh, home improvements. Even cars have been getting in on the whole Black Friday thing. And traditionally, Ben, Black Friday is a big thing for a lot of people, but this year it looks set to be a little bit different. Now, before we go into that side of things, the thing I need to ask you really is, other than how are you, is have you ever done Black Friday discount sales? Picked one up. But before I say that, how are you? I'm doing okay. I can't complain. And uh, yeah, it's weird to think it's Thanksgiving next week. I know that's not a like a landmark for everybody. Obviously, it's not celebrated outside the U.S. really, or it's not celebrated at the same time. But so, so every time we hit Thanksgiving, it's like that mental step of oh it's almost christmas and then it's almost the new year and then do it all over again so yeah. <laughs> now what about black friday i mean it's here in the uk something that didn't exist a few years ago and now it's kind of like it's a huge part of the build-up to christmas and we don't have thanksgiving of course so that's not like that isn't like a sign that it's then going to be black friday it just it happens in the us and it happens in the uk at the same time and i, I, I suppose in most cases, it's expanded way beyond Black Friday. It sort of starts in the sort of second week of November and then just runs to the beginning of December now, whereas before it was just that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday weekend when it first sort of kicked off. So, I mean, going back to my original question, are you someone who spends some time looking for deals on Black Friday? Um, I would, I was never interested in doing Black Friday in person back in the day. Um, you know, like I had friends who would, you know, we're going to get up at 5 a.m. and then go to the store and try to get the door busters. I never did any of that. Um, especially as I feel like back in the, like when I was like a teenager, Black Friday was always like, you know, you see commercials on Thanksgiving when you're watching U.S. football or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, sales starting at 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. And then over the years, it was like sales starting at, 9 p.m. on Thursday, like it kind of bled over into, you know, you're wiping your mouth with your napkin as you're running yeah. out the door from Thanksgiving dinner to go shop. So uh-huh. I've never been, I'm not, I'm not really a shopper. Like I go to the store to buy something I need. I don't really like browse. So, um, I enjoy like scanning Amazon or like deals pages to see what's on sale. Um, you know, there's certain stuff I like, like PlayStation Plus every year I get and I usually get it around this time because it's discounted. Um, or if I'm like, in the market for like a new computer monitor or something, I'll keep an eye out for that. But I mean, I don't, I wouldn't really call myself a shopper. No, no, same here. I, the thing is, there's so many things going on with Black Friday. It's difficult to sort of narrow in, so they zoom in or drill down onto one particular thing. So going forward through this week's really useful podcast, we're going to look at um, how you can stay on top of things and also avoid 
making mistakes, avoid being scammed, but also find the best deals and save money. But just on that, I mean, I've been working on several articles and guides to make use of, and they're all, these have been promotional pieces for companies that are launching Black Friday uh, events. And one of them is Snapmaker, the 3D printing company. You make a three-in-one 3D printer that does 3D printing, CNC, and laser etching. And they also do a standard just 3D printer. And these then come in two separate sizes. Now, they've got a... a uh, a Black Friday event coming up. And then we've got um, VPN companies. They have Black Friday events coming up. I've just signed up to a new mobile internet provider, um, mobile phone provider, I should say, um, which is offering 100 gigabytes of mobile internet per month. And I've got that for about 50% their usual price. So it's it's just completely across the board. And I, I haven't even started on the whole fashion side of things because I mean, if you've ever seen a photo of me wearing clothes, you understand why that is. And you want to see a photograph <laughs> of me without wearing clothes. Um, it's you know, I just put clothes on, and if they match, it's a you know maybe it's a good day to put some put a pound on the lottery. If they don't match, it's every other day. So before we get onto the, the how to make Black Friday work for you, there's something that we need to talk about, isn't there? And that's the the supply chain issues that have kind of. Uh, mired the world for the past sort of 18 months and they're still taking place we know in the uk they're going to be particularly uh and bad is not the word but accentuated i suppose is is this something that you're aware of in the us Ben? um i have to say i have i've heard about the stuff that's happening with the supply chain obviously um and i've seen some of it myself with just like prices on uh, graphics cards and computer components and stuff um, I know in some areas it's been really bad, not really for even Black Friday stuff, but just like not being able to buy milk and shoes. Um, and I, shoes, I mean, shoes, bread. Um, I don't know where that came from, but, uh, um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I haven't seen too, too much of that in stores. Um, I've seen some shelves that look a little bit bare than usual, but I haven't really had the experience of walking into a store and seeing nothing. Um, so I definitely know that it's going on, but it doesn't seem to be affecting my area too much, I guess. Um, I did hear that a lot of companies are kind of just doing Black Friday month effectively because of these issues where they don't know if they're going to be able to ship stuff right away or when it'll be in stock. So they're kind of just running the deals mm-hmm. for the whole month. And then whenever you get it, you get it, it seems. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's obviously a kind of grocery element to this, as you said, we have it in the UK and a lot of. A lot of it gets blamed on the UK leaving the European Union, but uh, I mean, I've never seen any empty shelves where I live. And to, pre- to preface that, I live right next to a port, so maybe that's why, maybe it's not. Um, there is another dimension to it, though, of course, and that's the, the shortage of chips. And that's one of the things that has been blamed, hasn't it, for the lack of game consoles, new game consoles, sure. uh, the Xbox X and S. And the PlayStation 5. And probably, um, probably the Switch, uh, OLED and maybe even a few other things, which is the Steam Deck, although that's not due until next year and the Play Date and also the Evercade VS retro console has been put back a month, uh, because of these issues. So these, these are things that might be things to consider when you're going through your Amazon wish list or just browsing Amazon or any other place that, with a Black Friday event 
I'm thinking, I'm going to buy that. Maybe you are going to buy that, but you might not get it in time for Christmas. Yeah, I know that in Amazon, I assume Amazon UK does this too. Um, once it gets pretty close to Christmas, like probably like, I don't know, December 10th or something, uh, you'll start seeing like a arrives by Christmas, like green text yeah. on the screen. And then when it gets really close, it'll say like won't arrive by Christmas. Yeah, so yeah. that might be a little bit less reliable now, depending on what you're ordering. Absolutely. Now, if you are using Amazon, it's a good idea to use lists. And there are different types of lists available on Amazon. And do you know, there's a chap I'm talking to right now who knows a bit more about Amazon lists than I do. That's right. I happen to I have my PhD in Amazon lists. I just finished up my uh, graduate <laughs> program. So, yeah. So, yeah, Amazon lists are quite useful. Um, I actually just wrote this article recently, and they changed from what I actually thought they were. So Amazon used to have, like, a wish list and a gift list, which were two different things. Yeah. Um, they've, they've simplified that now, and now it's just one type of list. So um, when you're logged into Amazon, in the top right corner of the screen, it'll say, hello, your name, and then you'll see account and lists. If you mouse over that, on the left side it says your lists, and you can click on create a list to start one. So lists are basically your customizable way to keep track of anything you want to buy or get on Amazon. Uh, so you could have, you know, maybe a list of um, parts for your car that you're rebuilding or a list of furniture for when you move into your new house or um, a gift list that you can then send the link to someone else and say, you know, here's the stuff I want for Christmas so that you don't have to send them a bunch of links individually or something. Um, so Amazon lists are really easy to use. You can add products from anywhere on Amazon. When you're on it, you'll see an add to list button. that just lets you throw it right on there. And then you can manage your list. You can move items uh, between them. Um, and then there's also features. If you share them with people, there's features you can enable to kind of keep the, um, the secret hidden. So you can say, you know, if someone buys something, don't take it off the list for a couple of weeks. So that way it's still a surprise until the item arrives and you open it and see what it is. So um, they're simple to use, definitely worth using, even if you just use it as a quick little list of things that you want to buy, um, because lists do help you keep track of an item's price. So if you add something to your wish list and then the price changes, it'll say, um, you know, this was $15 when you added it and now it's $12 and give you the percentage difference there. So um, if you don't use the list, you definitely should. They're easy whether you want to share them with people or just use them for your own purposes. That's cool. It's a really good feature. It's um, I mean, every year I have an Amazon wish list ready to go so that people can just sort of like check that and not ask me what I want for Christmas. Is that kind of, it's not really, um, it's not really the dumb thing, is it? You know, you say, what would you like for Christmas? Well, I'd like this. And then you kind of find yourself expecting to get that. And I don't like, that's not right. That's not what Christmas is supposed to be about, I, in my opinion. I mean, it's obviously it's about something completely different. And then we have this gift-giving thing to celebrate it. But, right. you know, uh, if I say, you know, I want the Zack Snyder edit of Justice League for Christmas to my wife, and then kind of expecting to get that. And I don't really want to expect to get anything. I want to be surprised on Christmas Day because that's part of the fun, isn't it? So I think the, the lists on Amazon are one of the best things about Amazon, really, however you use them. Yeah, I think because Amazon is so ubiquitous with what it carries, it's so easy to just make a list and then there's just a bunch of stuff to choose from. And I agree with you. I've thought before about like, even like like gift exchanges, whether they're serious or like a white elephant funny one, like it is kind of weird when you think about when it's like a, you know, there's like a twenty dollar limit for something, you know, maybe with with friends at work or in your social group or something, and it's like, 
you know, I want this, you want this. So we're just going to like trade items. I think it's more fun. Like you said, when there's a list of things to choose from and then whatever you get them, you know, they'll enjoy. Um, but you don't have to like just buy the thing they said. The other benefit of list two, we didn't explicitly mention, um, when you share a list publicly or just with certain people, um, they can buy stuff for you and then have it shipped to you and it'll protect your address. Um, so if you're sending it to like family that lives far away or whatever, um, or just friends or just anyone online, um, they're able to buy something for you and it won't say it's show your full address. So that's another nice feature of them. Yeah, that is useful. That is useful indeed. So, uh, yeah, make use, if you are, and he said make use of them in, in, yeah, which we try to avoid you to say, to, saying that. You have to say it once per, once per episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you can take advantage of the Amazon lists as part of your preparation for, for Black Friday. And I, I probably didn't make it clear earlier on, but if you are going to buy stuff on Black Friday, you need to be aware that you are going to buy stuff on Black Friday. And you need to plan it. What you don't need to do is just turn up at some point on Black Friday and expect to be able to buy the stuff that you want. Because firstly, it's probably gone. And secondly, uh, you could end up just falling down a rabbit hole of looking for bargains for the hell of it when really what you should be looking for is the thing that you need and then getting out of there so you don't spend money that you don't have or money that you don't want to spend you'd rather spend it on something else like uh i don't know presents for someone else or you know paying for a christmas meal or any of those other bills you know any of those other things that you should be paying for uh now as, as we know, there's a ton of different things you can do on Black Friday to buy things. We've got a great list of the best Black Friday deals that have been published on Make Use Of. And I think this gives you a good example of the type of things that you can expect to find. And this is really just the um, tip of the iceberg. So you could find yourself with um, finding a, a new TV, a 75-inch LG, for example. Uh, an Amazon Fire HD 10 Plus tablet. And I have to say, I am really impressed with uh, the latest generation of Amazon Fire tablets. I think they finally got it right. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to hear that because I remember you writing that article about why you shouldn't buy a, a Fire tablet for your kids. I know yeah. you've been pretty critical of them in the, in the past. Yeah, I definitely have. And that's recently been republished. Um, <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with that now. No, if you're gonna, if you're gonna pay for the HD 10, rather than one of the seven inch tablets. If you go with the HD 10, then that is the one to go for. It's a really, really good tablet. My little girl has had it since the beginning of the year and we haven't had a single problem with it. It hasn't needed resetting. It's got the necessary capacity. It's got a fast enough processor to handle the operating system and any video streaming and all that sort of thing. It just, it feels a more complete unit rather than something that with the seven inch ones and the older seven inch uh, Amazon Fire tablets maybe felt as if they were pitched to do a lot more than they actually can do. So, yeah. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah so. I remember my mom My mom had a Fire, I don't remember what model it was, it was an older one, but she pretty much only used it for reading Kindle books. So, a couple of years ago, I think I got her, someone in the family got her a Kindle Paperwhite, which is obviously an actual e-reader, so yeah. she's like that a lot more because the screen's better for reading. And I I know myself, like being familiar with Android, I wasn't crazy about whatever model of, of Kindle Fire she had. I just thought it was kind of clunky the same way you yes. did. So I'm glad to hear they've improved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's just uh, one thing. Uh, a Blink outdoor camera, a Fitbit Sense smartwatch, a Fire TV stick with four, the 4K version, uh, an Amazon Echo, a Bose QuietComfort 35. I mean, the list is endless. You could 
a robot vacuum cleaner, a, a, a Logitech 9G915. Uh, I don't even know what that is. That sounds like a controller. It's the, it's the mouse I'm using right now, the G502. It's okay. a good mouse. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, no, um, and the G915, which is a keyboard, uh, earbuds, all these things, these, these kind of consumer electronic devices that we take for granted these days, these can all be picked up on Black Friday with a bit of a discount. Now, there's a bit of a problem there that although they're discounted from their most recent prices, they may not be discounted from their price maybe three or four months ago, which is where uh, the useful feature of uh, price tracking comes in. Now, we've talked about price tracking for Black Friday events in the past, but I think it's something that cannot be uh, overstated enough. There are tools out there that will let you track the price on Amazon and and even on uh, other other websites. Uh, there's CamelCamelCamel.com is one of the uh, most popular, and Jungle Scout as well, and Keeper.com. That's uh, K-E-E-P-A dot com. And all of these tools, these are web-based tools that let you um, search for an item or paste in the URL for the item on Amazon. And then it will tell you what the price was last week, two weeks ago, a few weeks ago, even a year ago or beyond in some cases. And that can give you a good idea as to whether or not the discount that you're seeing on Black Friday is a genuine discount or whether they put the price up for two months between September and October and then they've knocked it down again in November. So check those sites out. Make good use of them. <laughs> yeah, they're they're extremely useful for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, just knowing the average price of something, if it's ever gone on sale. I've, read, I've talked about it in a previous episode. I wrote an article about um, similar sites for, like, digital video games. Yeah. You know, when a game goes on sale on, like, the Nintendo eShop or whatever, seeing if it's, you know, if it's ever gone on sale before, how often it does, that can help you kind of know if this is a really, really hot deal or if it's just you know, a slight, a slight price drop that you see all the time. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I've read out a few URLs there. Those and everything else we've talked about on this week's really useful podcast you will find in the show notes accompanying this episode. I should probably tell the world that we now have a show page at makeuseof.com. So if you go to makeuseof.com forward slash tag forward slash rough R-U-P, uh, we might get that changed later on, but you will find uh, all of this year's really useful podcasts easy for you to just click on and listen to. So uh, that's worth uh, checking out. That'll also be in the show notes because that's, uh, that's just been launched this week, that page. And I'm quite pleased about that because I've been trying to get one of those for ages. That's nice. Uh, Looks like you can also access it right through the site interface. So at the top, there's the PC and mobile, lifestyle, all that. If you yep. mouse over about and then click on podcast, you'll find that uh, there too. You can also do that as Ben states. Now, um, Black Friday is a thing that we feel and think should save us money, but it maybe doesn't always. And we've looked at ways to make sure that it does. But what are the best things that you can buy on Black Friday? Where are the best savings to be had? Well, I mean, this is a bit of a tricky area, but we've uh, attempted to deal with this. So you could save money on tablets and e-readers. You might save money on laptops as well. In fact, laptops are a really good one, especially at this time of year when new laptops are coming out and the older models have kind of been withdrawn. Those older models, they're only a year old. Those are the ones that you can uh, hopefully save some money on. But at the same time, 
you might be able to get a, a few dollars or a few pounds off a newer model as well. Uh, TVs, video games, consoles and movies, cameras, digital cameras, smartphones, small kitchen appliances, grills, waffle makers, all those sort of things. There's a vast number of things that you can save money on with Black Friday. It is really a case of, and I probably can't underline this or emphasize this enough, you really do need to do your research, don't you? Yeah, I would say um, one of the things I was thinking as we've been talking here is that kind of a, an easy category of things that go on sale reliably and usually have a pretty good discount are like first party products. So like Amazon is going to discount its Fire TV yeah. and Kindle, all that Kindles. Google's going to Google's going to discount like probably the Pixel phones and the Google Nest speakers and smart uh, thermostats and all those. So, um, I mean, Apple's probably the exception there. But if there's any company that sells its own products on its own store that you've been interested in, that definitely worth checking for Black Friday. Um, as far as the list you just mentioned, I was reading through it too. I mean, games consoles, obviously not the brand new ones, um, but if you're interested in like a Switch or even a, like an older Xbox or something, um, retailers are probably going to have some sort of bundle. Uh, this is usually the time where it's, you know, the console comes out with a new bundle with a game or they throw a gift card or an extra controller in or something. Yeah. So that's usually a good time to look for that because um, those bundles don't happen all the time or all year. As I understand it here in the UK, we can expect to be able to purchase the, the um, PlayStation 5 in the next uh, couple of weeks from a couple of stores which uh, haven't had the console for quite some time. So they're clearly using that. I, mean, I don't expect there to be any kind of significant discount on it. But, you know, if they've got the PS5 for sale, then that's a place that someone's going to, you know, lots of people are going to try and get one and maybe then find, oh, I haven't got one, I'll get this instead. Or I'll get this instead. I have £500 to spend. I'm not spending it. I'll get this instead. Or I'll get this instead. That's a nice piece of marketing, sure. isn't it? Yeah, bring people in with a chance to hopefully get the new system. Yeah, I, um, I'm trying to think of when what it might, ha might happen around here. I have, I've had a PS5 since they came out, as we've talked about in the past, so I haven't really been keeping too close of an eye on them. Um, I got an email from GameStop about joining their like pro rewards program, which is only like $15 a year. Um, and I think if you're part of that program, then you get first dibs when they get a new set of the new consoles in. Uh -huh. um, I don't think that, I don't think there's anything special for black Friday on that, but that type of thing might be worth looking into too, to do that ahead of time. If that's what you're in the market for. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, black Friday is a big time for gamers. Uh, and as is cyber Monday, there is a great list that make use of, which Give you an idea of the type of things that gamers can find. We're talking like microphones, uh, gaming uh, equipment such as gaming mouses, gaming keyboards, even uh, a microSD XC card for the Nintendo Switch, which is uh, pretty vital for storage and also for uh, recording games and uh, all the best bits and screenshots and uh, footage and what have you. Uh, there's a whole host of things that gamers might be interested in, and I, th I think. And that's really where the Cyber Monday side of things came from, isn't it, really? Yeah, I think that Cyber Monday, like, like I said, I, I was never a big um, shopper for it, so I don't know like the full history, but it seems to me that Cyber Monday was kind of for like the techie stuff, 
Um, and sites like Newegg would have big Cyber Monday deals, even though they didn't really do Black Friday. Mm. I think it was also that Black Friday was specifically for in-store stuff, um, kind of when online shopping wasn't quite as ubiquitous as it is now. And now I think just because, like you said, everybody, like every, you know, VPNs and all these companies have Black Friday. It's just kind of a chance for every single company to just discount some things. So I kind of just see it as like a big weekend of sales instead of like two separate days of yeah. here's Black Friday and then here's Cyber Monday. Cause I, most companies are going to want to get people in the door, I think. And, you know, they only have so much money to spend. It doesn't really make sense to save your best deals for Monday when people might have spent most of their money already by Friday. So, Absolutely. and especially as the whole event's kind of transcending that weekend anyway and almost taking over November and early December. Like you say, it makes sense to uh, put those offers out there uh, as early as possible, I guess. Um, so, yeah, Black Friday, it requires preparation on your part. And it also requires you to do research, make sure you're going to get the best deal. This year's Black Friday uh, is longer than usual. And maybe this is a pattern going forward. It wouldn't surprise me. Would you? Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It is something that's kind of ex- extended and extended and extended over the years. So uh, yeah, these um, these these things are going to. Uh, I mean, it can't get too big. Obviously, otherwise, it's going to be the entire year is going to be Black Friday. But uh, I, I think it's going to be like this going forward for a few years anyway, until maybe the, the whole idea uh, shrinks down again. The thing is, though, um, you could be buying from reputable dealers, but you might find that uh, you don't buy from a reputable dealer. And there are plenty of scams and frauds taking place over the Black Friday and Christmas seasonal periods of festivities. Uh, scammers like to take your money as much as uh, reputable businesses, only you probably won't get anything in return. Uh, we have all sorts of scams that we need to put up with and... I think it's fair to say that we don't have the time or the space to talk about Black Friday and Amazon and eBay and mail scams in this really useful podcast. But fortunately, we have done in the past. And consequently, there will be a link to that show in the show notes because it is really important that you be aware of the risks of um, maybe spending too much. Also, with relying on third parties that you haven't done business on, relying on businesses that you haven't had dealings with before and on third party delivery services they themselves can be a massive pain and they're supposed to be reputable not criminal uh ben have you had any uh notable delivery disasters lately disasters or scams scams or disasters really um, I don't honestly, I've been, we've been pretty good with deliveries. Um, where I used to live, we used to have some issues with the, the mailman or the guy from UPS leaving packages like outside the storm door and then getting kind of wet, even though there was a perfectly good inside right there. Um, <laughs> I haven't had anything too bad with that, honestly. Nothing like misdelivered or like never delivered. Um, I don't think I've had any. I've, I had. A, I just had a scam where I got a text claiming to be from the bank that I happen to use. Although I'm sure that was just a coincidence because yeah. I've gotten scam texts from banks I don't use. Um, and you know, I, I reported it to my bank's fraud line, so hopefully they can shut that down. But uh, nothing really related to Black Friday or anything. But definitely be, be aware of those shipping scams because yeah. 
you know, like most scams, like we've talked about before, they prey on your, uh, you know, wanting to jump on something right away. So if you're expecting a package, maybe it's been, it's already been late because of everything going on. Then you see a text that says, Hey, we need you to reschedule your delivery. You're going to be more likely to jump on that and not think about the fact that it's probably fake. So always stop and double, double think about that before you, uh, before you actually jump into it, especially around this time. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So hopefully we've brought you all the information that you need to tackle Black Friday in 2021. It is a different beast. There are, it is larger. There are supply chain issues. You might not get what you pay for in the time frame that you want it to arrive. And there are scams to look out for as well. Everything that we've discussed in this week's really useful podcast, you will find in the show notes. Until next time, from us, it's goodbye. <laughs>